0: Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes, with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. This September marks the 50th anniversary of Ferdinand Marcos Sr.'s Declaration of Martial Law. This series, we are calling it The Memory Project, hopes to keep alive the testimonies of thousands of human rights victims under the dictator's military rule. What you're about to hear is from an affidavit attesting to the ordeal and fate of one such victim. It will be read by one Filipino who pledges to never forget.
1: Please listen. Mabuting makinig. On September 26, 1973, I was awakened at 1 o'clock AM by my parents, and when I looked at the window, I saw my mother and father standing near their back door. We were neighbors, and several men standing in the dark. My father told me they were my co-workers, asking about details of some future get-together party. And when I opened the door, I was suddenly held on the collar and a gun pointed at my temple. I was confronted by a man held by two others. He was bloodied and swollen in the face so that I didn't recognize him that time. But he recognized me as and told his captors that I'm the one they're looking for. They just took me, not even allowing me to pick my eyeglasses or change my clothes. Outside our gate, they forced me to board a military jeep while the others boarded a car. One of those in the jeep started asking about my being an NPA commander and slapping me every time I answered. So I decided to stop. The other one prodded me with his pistol to answer. But he kept slapping me when I talk. After some time of this, I was blindfolded and taken to their camp. At camp, I was taken to the quarters of a lieutenant, who after being presented to him said, Ituba, And started kicking my legs and raining blows on my stomach. The others joined to prop me up when I fell. They put a long knife on the ground and made me squat at it. Kick my legs, and slap my ears to make me fall. When I finally fall down and realize the knife is removed, they all laughed at my being relieved. About this time, they presented their informant to me again, and I recognized him to be Emigio Butin. He was a former co-worker at the U.S. Naval Ship Repair Facility, whom I appointed as a ward leader. I was a board member of the FCMA Subic. He told me they are really after Jaime Mendoza, who was my compadre. They offered me a gun and go look for Jimmy, but told them I could not help since I don't know his whereabouts. When they were through with me, they dragged me to a gate facing a grassy field and told me to hurry and go. They prodded me with their rifles to go and run fast when I refused. I sensed they were trying to distance from me, so I clung to the legs of one of them and again, they laughed when they could not remove my hands from the leg. Finally, I was led to one of two cells which they vacated of vagrants and transferred to the one for females. I was handcuffed to the upper post of a metal double bed and kept that way for three days and nights. No food was given except what the guard allows my wife to bring inside. No communication outside. My only contact was my interrogator who kept asking me to cooperate in finding Jaime Mendoza and admitting I'm a rebel commander. Their informant also tells me to cooperate to escape punishment that he received, like being made to eat and drink the contents in the toilet bowl, and being electrocuted. I was even shown an electrical gadget which they implied is used for such purpose. I'm aware of stories on torture of prisoners by the military, and agonized to what extent should I cooperate. On the third day, I was shown to a man who, upon being presented to him, shook his head like non-recognition, and this ended my ordeal.
0: Will you also pledge to never forget? And would you like to lend your voice to The Memory Project? Email us at teka-teka at pumapodcast.com and we will send you an affidavit that you can record, a testimony you can help keep alive. In the meantime, if you appreciated this episode, please share it with a friend. Mabuting makinig lalo na kung sama-sama tayo. tulung tulong tayo. To remember and never forget.
1: Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week.